Sports fans rejoice. You're listening to my team, my voice with MTMV Sports. Yo, what's up? This is Prophet Josiah. Make sure you listen to my album, God Made Me Do It, on all streaming platforms. Right now, you are listening to MTMV Sports. Keep it locked. Hey, how y'all doing? This is Rick Sincere with MTMV Sports, man. I'm geeked and blessed to be joined today by your man, the myth, the legend, the voice. What we have to talk about today won't have to be long, right? Um, but it has to be impactful. And that's the theme of, <laughs> of this whole entire thing that we will be talking about today. We're going to be engaging in this conversation about Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr., right? That fight is coming up on the 28th, right? It's right around the corner. Everybody knows about it. I don't know how many people will be uh, engaged, but everybody knows about it. It's coming up really soon. Um, there's a little light card before we get the main event, but the main event is supposed to go down. I'm thinking two-minute rounds, eight rounds at a time. I mean, eight rounds, right? Um, mm-hmm. And it's supposed to be a thing. I need to know from The Voice, let's, let's talk about this, some insights, some questions, you know, some predictions. That's kind of where we'll start. Let's start off with the insights. Um, based off of what you know about this, right? What do you what what should we expect from let's let's start off with Roy. What should we expect from Roy Jones coming into this fight? You should expect Roy to come in with actually a lot of pressure on him. He has more pressure than Tyson does because Roy's last fight was a couple years ago. Um he talked about not fighting in the fight, but said, no, I need to do it because if I don't, then they're going to sue me. I, I want to say he said that on Joe Rogan's podcast. Uh, you know, he is the one who is the superior boxer. Let, let's, let's keep it real. And the narrative has been for Tyson, when he fights a boxer and specifically a boxer who's not scared of him, he crumbles every time. At this point in life, Roy shouldn't be afraid of him. Now, if he is, that's a whole nother story. But at this point in life, especially knowing his his background, and I'll say this, Roy should not be afraid because he was pushing for this fight after he won the heavyweight championship. He wanted to stay at heavyweight, fight Tyson, not drop back down a light heavyweight to fight Tarver. Uh, so he shouldn't be afraid if this is a fight that he's been pushing for, you know, since the mid-2000s, you know, early mid-2000s. So he's got the the pressure on him to perform. I'm seeing in in um, in some of his clips that he looks fast. He, he look he doesn't look as fast as old Roy, right? Mm-hmm. But I mean, old Roy <laughs> looks a little quick. Um, should we expect that style from him, that same Roy Jones Jr. esque style that we've grown accustomed to seeing, or do you think we'll see a style switch? It's hard to teach an old dog new tricks. Mm-hmm. However, to keep from the dog being taken back behind the barn and being shot. He needs to be a bit more defensive than he, or let me not even say more defensive. He needs to change things a little bit. He can't rely on his speed and his quickness and his head movement as he could, you know, in his heyday. As a matter of fact, that's when things change for him. It's when 
those skills start deteriorating a little bit, then he couldn't move out of the way of shots as quickly as he could before. And that's when he started getting caught and getting hurt. Um, so for his sake, he needs to have some of that worked in. I'm sure as still active as he is with training other boxers and things of that nature, um, I'm sure that he has a plan and a strategy in place. He's been working since what this fight was supposed to be in September. So, you know, months before September, he's been working on his strategy, working on his cardio, working on the things that he needs to, uh, to be the best for the fight. And like I said, he's got a chip on his shoulder. He said the two minute rounds help Tyson. They're doing everything to help Tyson. So again, he's got all the pressure or I should say he's got a lot of pressure on him coming from that perspective. What should we then expect from Tyson? Expect for him to come out and do what he does. He is a front runner. Mm -hmm. He comes out swinging hard in the uh, first couple rounds. You get him into deep water and he drowns. And it being 50 four or so however old he is now yeah deep water won't take long to get to so um you know expect him to come out hard in the first three maybe four rounds uh and then to just taper off after that hey Nikki, welcome jt was in here earlier welcome um yo so okay so tapering off is the scary part because that's what roy wants Roy believes that if he can kind of get him to have to last until seven or eight, then he might tire him out. Do you believe Tyson can last all eight if he needs to? It's a exhibition. So yeah, it's an exhibition in eight rounds at two minutes. So 16 minutes with what? Eight minutes of break in between. He, he should be able to, to stand in there and move a little bit. Um, for that time frame. Now he might get frustrated if Roy is on his bike and pot shotting him and he can't <laughs> do anything. Um, but should he be able to last? Yes. On Joe Rogan's show, Joe basically came out and said, there's no way this is going to be a real exhibition because Tyson can't do that basically. And Roy has been training too hard to do that too. So he believes that when the bell rings, all that stuff goes out the window. I'm talking to our fights correspondent right now, our fights expert. What do you believe? That it's going to be an exhibition. Um, if, if it tries to be anything other than an exhibition, then it's truly going to be a Mike Tyson pay-per-view because it's not going to last long. Uh, the uh, commissioner has already said the moment they start fighting for real the moment it becomes more than hard sparring he's stopping the fight and uh, they've had to go through so many different protocols just to get to this point number one again outside of three maybe four rounds Tyson can't do anything and Roy knows this so he should be extremely mobile the entire time making it a, a sparring match this is the reason why I'm not spending my money on it. Mm. I'll, I'll catch the highlights on Twitter. They'll, they'll be there as soon as it's over, and that's all I need to see. If there are any highlights, it could be 
a very, very uh, sad and depressing night as well. <laughs> Yo, um, I'm hearing any bad cuts in the fight. Yeah. Right. Um, dude. Okay. If you're not gonna buy it, right? They're hoping people buy this. Oh, why? people are gonna buy it. Why am I buying this? Because of the myth of Mike Tyson. Mm. But all of you who are buying it, all of you all who have bought into the mythos that is Mike Tyson, and he definitely is a a, a mythical icon kind of figure. You know, he, he's the first boxer that I know of to have a video game uh, that carried his name and his likeness. He was a destroyer, you know, and then set records, the youngest heavyweight, you know, in history. And you see all of the, the highlights. You see him hitting pads with Rafael Cordero. You know, you, you see all of these things happening. It's like, oh, man, ooh, look at Tyson, 50-something years old. Oh, man, he, he looks so good. And he does look really, really good for a 54 year old hitting pads for 30 seconds or so at a time whatever the clips are that they give us um but it's just that it's just that um yeah he he's a mythical person and his myth has made us forget reality reality is when he fought last he was terrible absolutely deplorable a shell of himself and that was 15 years ago is it gonna get better in 15 years when you have ballooned in weight now you're back down in weight you own or i shouldn't say own but you are a part of a company that bears your name um that deals in uh marijuana and the tales of being at the Tyson Ranch and smoking with Mike are legendary. <laughs> so you got a 54-year-old pothead. Wow. <laughs> uh, got to keep it, keep it real. Now, granted, many fighters are potheads. Let, I, let's keep it real, John. That's part of the reason John Jones got in all the trouble he got into, although he was doing some other stuff and not like Tyson hadn't done some other stuff too. So... <laughs> You know, we, we have to keep our expectations realistic. You know, how, how many 54-year-old anythings uh, do you see getting out and competing in an uh, athletic competition and you're like, wow. I mean, outside of maybe a marathon or Foreman. Ironman. Do you remember George Foreman? Yeah, George Foreman was 44. At 10 to that. I know, I know, but this is Tyson, and this, mm -hmm. this is different Tyson, mm -hmm. right? This is Tyson, possibly with a few supplements, mm -hmm. right? Um, with a different. They're, they're vital testing now. I don't, uh, which is good, and I'm glad to hear that. So, um, you know, he so he can't come in juice to the gills. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm just, just saying that, but go ahead. I'm sorry. So I need to understand something. Whenever I do see them training, it's not like what I used to see, right? What you used to see, um, is these guys like with an entourage, with the training staff, right? Uh, people around the ring and uh, this whole entourage kind of, you know, watching them and, you know, paying attention to them. Now, when you see Roy, it's him and one guy training. When you see Tyson, it's him and one guy training. 
right? Um, what what type of shape do you believe these guys will be in going into this? I think Roy will be in great shape. I don't know about Tyson. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I already mentioned all the things, and he uh, was online somewhere recently with his shirt off. It's like, look, yeah. I lost lost a hundred pounds. Like, that's great. That is great. I'm glad that you got four abs. I wish I had them because uh, I, I like I just one like most of us. Um, and you, yeah. And he and showed that, the guns. Tyson Tyson took out the shirt, ripped off the arms, took out the guns. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's that's absolutely fantastic. Being built and being in shape and being in fight shape. Mm. Two different things. Let's not forget um, what happened with Anthony Joshua. Yeah, he, he was built. He was ripped. Looked like Adonis. But he wasn't in the shape that he needed to be in to fight most effectively. Then what did he do? He lost pounds. He lost muscle so that he could move around a bit faster. Wasn't carrying as much weight. So he had endurance and he was able to do the thing. Him being yoked up doesn't mean anything. That means you can throw about three or four punches and then you're going to be really tired. <laughs> if Roy Jones wins this fight. There's no winner. Wait. There's no winner. Wait. There's going to be a winner. Hands down. There, there, in, there's in the there's eyes no winner. Of the public, okay. In the eyes of the public, there's going to be a winner regardless to what they say and how they shape it. Right? Like, it's almost like a rap battle. It's going. There's going to be a winner. Okay. Right? So, if Roy publicly in, in the side of public opinion wins this fight what did he do to impress us let's just let's say that like let's say he wins the fight right then what would he have done to impress us he embodies everything that he did throughout his career uh when he was at his peak you know he he reminds us of the old roy uh by sticking and moving and and making people miss and just throwing uh, um, seven, eight punch combinations, looking like a jazz musician with his hands. That's what he does. Okay. If Tyson, in the eye of the public, wins this fight, what would he have done? Knock him out. Wow. Roy goes down, fights over, Tyson wins. Is that the only way for Tyson to be, to, to win in the eye of the public? Name a fight. Well, I'll take that back. Count, get, give me this many fights that Tyson has won and gotten to the cards. You can't. Right. That's not how he went. Exactly. Whenever he goes to the cards, for the most part, with the exception of maybe one fight that I can think of, he loses. But here's the thing. At this stage, don't the rules change for us? Don't our rules change for Tyson? They, the rules may change, but reality doesn't. Mm -hmm. And if Tyson goes the distance, it's a loss. It's a loss because he doesn't possess the skills needed to box for the entire time and do so effectively and win without knocking someone out. That's just not in his his uh, in his arsenal. It's not wow. in his repertoire. Wow, wow, wow. All right, so I guess it comes down to it, man. Right here, we need to say what it is. 
Um, let's predict this thing. In the eyes of the public opinion, since they won't declare a winner, right? If you have to declare a winner right now, if you have to look at the two fighters based on the situation, declare your winner. Oh, hands down, Roy Jones Jr. So there's going to be a lot of people upset on Saturday, you know, because as I stated, anytime Mike fights a boxer who's not afraid of him, he loses. The last two times he fought, he fought bums and lost bad. Uh, last guy, I forget his name, like 6'8", uh, gingerhead, um, Caucasian gentleman. Yeah. He tried to break his arm because he got frustrated. It's yeah. like, what, what are you doing? So, yeah. Um, yeah. It, uh, in, the <laughs> in the words of Roy Jones Jr., y'all must have forgot. Y'all okay. must have forgot what and who Tyson is. Y'all must have forgot how badly he's lost to boxers. And you're talking about one of the best boxers of all time, even at 50. Okay, 50-something. He, I believe, won his last boxing match, which was two years ago. It's been 15-some-odd years since Tyson has attempted to fight in a semi-competitive fashion. Yeah. If Tyson wins, it's a miracle. Wow. The way you set it up, this is what I see so far. The way it's set up is, and, and this I've listened to actually, and I don't know how many people you know get a chance to catch the main card, but I've listened to you on the main card, and I listened to you talk, at least in the updates, I listened to you talk, in the updates, talk about how Roy Jones was, I'm not going to say whining because that, that kind of sticks a different way, right? But, but he's complaining about everything is, this is all, you know, done well for Tyson. Everything, the two-minute rounds for Tyson, right? Um, the rules are set up for Tyson. Everything's set up for his advantage. But the way you describe this battle, the way they've kind of set this up, and the way public opinion works, it's not set up for Tyson to win. Because he can't possibly knock him out without being, I guess, disqualified or the, the fight stopping early. So unless he breaks the rules, he can't beat him. And that's what they say is going to happen. Yeah. That there's no way that they're going to be able to abide by the rules. It's promoter speak. Now, anything's possible. I got it. Anything's possible. But when we get down to brass tacks, again, all and Roy knows all I have to do and stick and move, specifically for the first couple rounds, he's going to be tired, won't be able to do anything, and then I can continue to do that at a lower rate and come out looking like roses. Okay. Let's say Tyson breaks the rules and knocks him out. Mm -hmm. How does the world respond? Oh, they go absolutely bananas. The world <laughs> is just... I mean, it, it's 1989 all over again. I mean, it, it is crazy. You, you're going to have uh, all kinds of craziness going on. And then with the people that they have on card as well, you know, some of the, the rappers and things, you got that, uh, that aspect. Oh, yeah. It, it's it's going to be a, a very happy Thanksgiving weekend <laughs> if he does what he says that he's going to do. Now, let's say 
the opposite happens. And Roy breaks the rules and knocks Tyson clean out. What's going to happen? (laughs) Oh, man. If that happens, you'll never hear the end of it from Roy Jones Jr. Ever. (laughs) Ever. Because here are the two most dominant fighters uh, in their time, arguably, Mm -hmm. fighting against one another. You know, he'll say, I, I was going to do this back in 2005, but you ran and you dumped me because you knew what was going to happen. Y'all must have forgot. Y'all must have forgot. Uh, Pensacola in the house. <laughs> you, you will never, ever hear the end of it. It might be a, a situation like um, Ali and uh, Frazier where Frazier had on his voicemail, I'm the man that made uh, Ali stutter. I was like, wow, that is really, that, that's really low. That's real low. Even his family was like, man, take that off. And I agree, you know, that's, that, that's, that's, bad, that's bad. That's yeah, really that's bad. Uh, but Jesus. yeah, uh, I told y'all I was the best and I'm the one to beat Mike Tyson. Leave your message at the, uh, at the beat. Mm. That's what you think we're going to get. Oh, man. You will never hear the end of it. Jesus. Never. Jesus. All right, yo. Tell me. Uh, <laughs> Matter of fact, he, he probably uh, will then join the rappers uh, and uh, be <laughs> rapping with them after. See, just, just like the old days. I fight, and then I, uh, then I, I get on the mic. So we're going to get a little Tyson Fury, but the hip-hop version. Well, that we're getting what Tyson Fury was before. Tyson took his from Roy. You know, wow. again, y'all, y'all must have forgot. Roy we used to do concerts after his fights. He would Roy. play basketball, then come and fight Roy. the fight. We forgot. Yes. Let me tell you how we forgot. Because uh, it wasn't anything to remember. No, because of Tarver. That's why we forgot. Oh, well. <laughs> we completely forgot. Okay. After, after he got knocked out the second time, yeah, I completely forgot. I'm not going to lie to well, you. Well, the, the second time was Glenn Johnson, but uh, we're not going to talk no, about No, I'm saying the second time when they fought, right? I think he lost. Oh, the second fight. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Second yeah. time they fought, yeah. he got knocked out. Yeah. yeah. Yes. When I saw that, I completely forgot. I'm not going to lie to you. Hey, fa- fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, Tarver, and I was going to say something else, but um, uh, we're in mixed company, and I, I don't want to say that. But Tarver. Run that. Uh, no, 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 no. Oh, okay. No. No, I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll I'll wait until uh, we're offline and and I'll say okay. it. Okay. Um, not because I don't want to disparage the man, but um, yeah, that that made Tarver's career. It did. It, it, it made did. his career. Put so. him in that Rocky movie. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Yo, man, thank you so much for for you know breaking down the stuff for us, man. Um, I'm I'm be honest with you. If if I have the money, right, um, to drop, which um. I do and won't, but if I, if I did and could, you know what I mean? <laughs> then it would be because of the mystique. It would be because mm-hmm. of Tyson's mystique. It would be because of my um, love for Roy Jones Jr., right? It would be because back when they both were super relevant, I would have lost my mind to see Man. them go at it. You feel what I'm saying? Man. Like back when they were young and back when it was like the thing to do, I would have gave everything and anything to be somebody in the room to watch this, right? That's why I would, you know, go ahead and, and you know, and, and buy this fight because I would have to relive those days. Um, but like you said, it would be a sad event if we're going to watch 
two guys get in a ring and basically hug, back up, tap, and hug. I would, I'm, I'm, I would hate that to all ends. I wouldn't even want to watch the highlights of whatever that is. Does that make sense? Yeah, there wouldn't be any highlights, yeah. but for those who are spending their money, be prepared. Yeah, I'm, if, I'm just if, telling you, be if, be prepared. If they don't, if they don't break protocol, at least for a second, to make me feel like they, you know, were renegades and going after each other, and this was the real thing, right? Let me ask you this: last thing, I don't see the promo like I feel I need to see promos for this fight. Where's the venom? Have you seen it? No. I've missed it. And where's Tyson's Tyson's venom? Where is the face-to-face meetup? Uh well, we'll probably get the face-to-face on Friday after weigh-ins or uh, maybe even yeah, cuz I doubt very seriously they'll be doing anything on Thanksgiving Day. Yeah. Uh, so you'll see it Friday after uh weigh-ins, but he- here's the thing, you want to know where the venom is with Tyson? It's gone. He smoked it away. It's up up in a puff of smoke. That's where the venom is. Man, I don't know. When you watch him on his podcast, he still looks like he goes in and out of, like, evil and very nice, right? So I don't know if it's gone completely. If you watch him throw punches, it don't look like it's gone completely. You feel what I'm saying? But I don't hear it, right? Like, where's that thing? Like, even from Roy, if Tyson's not doing it, Roy, this is your time. Bro, like, where's you on the microphone basically saying, I'm going to murder this dude, right? Like, where is that? I've not heard any bit of it at all, which I think they believe that they don't have to do any of that to sell his fight. And honestly, they don't. They're selling it on the nostalgia aspect of things. We're talking about this right now, this irrelevant fight this irrelevant event <laughs> it's not even a fight this irrelevant uh somewhat athletic exhibition because of the nostalgia factor that's big facts that's big facts because if it wasn't tyson versus roy jones and it was just bob at 54 versus another guy at 50 something we would not care <laughs> Yo, thank you, man. I appreciate you. Yo, um, listen, y'all go ahead and check out The Voice, man. Check out whatever he drops. And I'm going to tell you when to check him out the most. When, when The Voice is at his absolute best um, is every Sunday on our network, The Time Out. Check out The Time Out, man. Um, you want to hear The Time Out. He's always dropping wisdom, dropping bombs, man. And I love what he drops every single Sunday on our podcast network. So go ahead and subscribe and you'll get that from him. And then if you want him talk sports and you want him talk that talk, that that, that talk to me nice talk, right? Then you got to catch him. Oh, not so cup. nice. D- d- yeah, that, that, yeah. <laughs> then you got to catch him, um, you know, catch him on the main card uh, whenever he drops. Or from now on, you can catch him whenever we go live on YouTube. Normally we go live on YouTube on Monday nights from 9.30. Um, check us then, right? And and it's called the Huddle Up, and you don't want to miss it, man. That's when you hear the voice, and, and he's around uh, all the rest of our, our crew, and he's very not nice during those times. <laughs> <laughs> But thank y'all so much for joining us. Let's get some shout-outs tonight, man. I want to give a shout-out to Monika. Love you, Nikki. Thank you for joining us. Justice, thank you for joining us. Yo, we appreciate you. Ronnie, we appreciate you. Uh, Michael, thank you for joining us. Myron, thank you for joining us. Pedro, we appreciate you. Edison, 
Thank you so much. And BJ, thank you so much uh, for checking in. Yo, JT, we love you, brother. We appreciate you for watching as well tonight. All right, y'all. God bless. Um, look, it's your money. It's your money. Either be nostalgic <laughs> or be wise and um, wait for the highlights. All right, God bless. Y'all yeah. have a good night. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you, man. Uh, golly, I probably would drop it. Well, you, you're more than welcome to uh... Sports fans rejoice. You're listening to My Team, My Voice with MTMV Sports.